0: Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michigan's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Oh boy, what a day! We got a big one for you today. I mean, I say that every day, and it's not always true, but today it's true. It's going to be a very interesting show with a lot of very interesting topics. We're probably going to be, be like fast and quick hitting today. So, a lot of interesting stuff. I uh, want to thank R and B Car Company locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R and B Car Company. Are your used car experts? Well, Elkhart County is no longer issuing mask order fines. Hmm. Elkhart County is no longer issuing fines to people not wearing masks. Uh, Board of Commissioners voted to remove that portion of the mask ordinance this week, saying that the county has reached a point in the pandemic where it is no longer necessary. <laughs> Uh, okay. How many fines did they issue? I I'm, I genuinely do not know how many fines Elkhart County actually issued. If you know how many fines Elkhart County issued, I would love to get that answer. I got people on the live stream guessing. People on trovo.live, they're, they're guessing maybe two. I don't know. I don't think that I've heard a story about mask fines being issued for Elkhart County. So I'm I'm genuinely not sure. Now, I remember, maybe you do too, I remember a really big dust-up with the mayor of Elkhart about this. Now, my position, he kind of morphed it into something else, but my position was to go in there and talk about the mask fines, which he reached out to me after he heard me criticize it on the show, or well, he heard of me criticizing on the show. He reached out to me to come on the show. And that's my whole point was to discuss that. And it kind of just devolved into a whole uh, mask thing. Um, but my point was really to address the fines when I had the mayor of Elkhart on the show. And and my point was that the fines aren't gonna do you any good. Uh, First of all, pretty much everybody's wearing their mask in Elkhart County at the time. More and more people are taking those things off. Um, but also we had seen all across the country that mask fines were not working. They they weren't reducing the, the COVID rates at all. They, they weren't generating any significant revenue. All they were doing was they were serving to irritate the populace and turn people against the government, turn people against the uh, mitigation efforts, and, and that sort of thing. It, that was my entire point of going into that interview. Like I said, it just devolved. It was a fun interview, don't get me wrong. It just kind of devolved into something completely different. And I am willing to bet, I am willing to bet that they hadn't issued any. Or if they did, it would be so unbelievably small that it would be completely insignificant. Which means, if they didn't issue any fines, it means... One of a couple of things, right? One, uh, nobody was actually violating the ordinance, and the premise for having the fines in place was always false. Something that I had asserted that it's it's false. Uh, the other thing is is that, um, uh, well, maybe it was ineffective as in you didn't catch the people who are not wearing the masks. And so you weren't able to actually issue them fines or you just weren't doing your job, which case that looks bad too. So there really isn't any, any outcome here with Elkhart County that makes Elkhart County look good. It's as far as issuing that mask order. And, you know, I I told you before too, that we're going to get to a point where eventually the herd immunity is going to kick in. And can I just, I have to, say this here because i think that this is critical and i think it's extremely important that everybody understand you know just some basic fundamentals again we have to start with that level playing field what's the foundation of facts that we can build a conversation or a debate upon well the foundation of facts is the reduction in the rates of covid in this country far outpay the percent of people getting vaccinated or outpaced did i say outpay outpace they far outpace the percentage of people getting vaccinated, which means the vaccination is not the reason that the cases are dropping. There's got to be some other things in there. Well, we had some reevaluation of the PCR test, which I told you very long time ago, hashtag told you very long time ago, was oversensitive and was actually ruling normal flu as COVID. Um, Hence the whole uh, COVID is actually the flu thing. Now, COVID is a different virus and it affects the body differently, affects different people, age demographics differently than COVID does. But um, again, because the PCR test was registering flu and COVID as COVID, that's a real problem. And, you know, the UK basically, I think it was the beginning of last week, maybe the end of the week before, the UK's official numbers where they have not had a single case of the flu in the UK. Does anybody believe that? Now they're trying to say that you're going to have to socially distance and wear masks every flu season now. So we're going to go on this, this uh, cycle of lockdowns every flu flu season, which we know didn't even work for COVID. Um, they're, they're looking at doing that. We've already told you something that I predicted was going to happen long time ago, uh, that Pfizer, it wants you to have an annual COVID shot. Now of course that makes them lots of money. So you get that a- a- annual COVID shot. Um, you know, whether or not the flu comes back, I guess we're going to find out, right? We, we don't really know, but that's the idea behind all of this. They want you to perpetually do this. The, the environmentalists, which we've talked about as well, the environmentalists are out there telling you that we're going to have to do two major lockdowns a year like we've had with COVID to repair the planet. A planet for which they have no evidence is damaged. No actual scientific proven in a lab evidence that is damaged. Zero. But that's what they're trying to do. I get another hashtag told you the environmentalists were going to exploit this. Um, yeah, the Great Reset is a very real thing. You know, it, it, that was another conspiracy theory. I did a I did the premium show today, which will be uploaded after, after the regular show. The premium show today was on Blue Anon. And some of the conspiracy theorists that Blue Anon has been perpetuating for the past several years. And, you know, while technically not Blue Anon, right, but still a little bit Blue Anon. Now we have the Board of Commissioners voted to remove the portion of this mask ordinance. Remember, I told you we're going to get to a point where you have like herd immunity taken over, fixing the PCR numbers. Um, not politicizing the COVID numbers because the election is no longer a factor. And yes, that undeniably happened. And so, look, ladies and gentlemen, two days, two, two days after the election was certified, two, 40% drop, 44%, I guess, technically, in COVID cases, another hashtag told you. Now, friendly reminder, I told everybody when we were talking about this, when people were asking me in the middle of COVID, like, hey, after the election, Casey, how quickly will COVID go away? And I and I said, you're going to start seeing some changing in, in the verbiage and things like that kind of right away. But what did I say? February, March, <laughs> February, March is when you're going to see it go. It's exactly what happened. It is exactly what happened. Hashtag told you. We're just going to keep throwing this out there. I got to get my my limited edition Told You shirts out, by the way. But here we are, March 9th. Predictions come true. We've seen every, everything that we were predicting was going to happen, happening. They're going to start taking credit for all of it. Okay. Oh, it's the vaccine that did it. Well, the statistics don't show it's the vaccine. I'm not saying the vaccine hasn't helped some. But more people died in the short period of time that Usurper Joe has been in the White House. In that period of time, more people have died than had died at that point throughout Trump's presidency. And I've I've had more than one friend bring this up to me and go, well, Casey, what's the deal? Why why have so many people died in this short period of time that Biden has been in the White House as compared to the people who died over an extended period of time uh, with Trump? And a lot of them, and I am not saying that I believe this, but a lot of them have speculated if maybe it has something to do with getting a jab in the arm from an untested uh, vaccine. I'm not necessarily in that camp. That could very well be that we were just at the end of all of this. And uh, as as they were redoing the data, uh, you also have some stuff coming out in New York. And hey, we're finally telling you how many people died in New York. There's various other things that could go into that. But the death rate for a period of time is much higher under Biden than it was under Trump. And that was, to me, I thought that was interesting. So eventually they're going to say it was the masks, it was the vaccines, it was the, the governors and their lockdown orders. Those were the reasons that COVID went away. It was the fines that Elkhart issued elkhart issued those fines and that got you guys to to use all of your masks and everything else you weren't using them before but now you're using them because we threatened you with monetary damages and as a result of our threat upon you covid went away i'm telling you right now it's coming you will hear it you will hear it from the elkhart government from the saint joseph county government from South Bend and everywhere else, they're all going to say the same thing. Everyone who issued these fines, they're going to say, "Well, yeah, our threat of finding people is the reason that people started wearing masks, and the reason that COVID went away was because people were wearing masks." Whereas the far more likely thing is that we're we're pretty much at herd immunity now after that last surge because it was brutal. But look, they they really really don't want this to be the end. They don't. Um, More states, Wyoming yesterday got off the show. (laughs) <laughs> Look at my phone. Wyoming's opening up. I'm like, okay, well, keep adding those dominoes. I told you, people all across the country, blue states, red states, they're saying, enough's enough. We're doing this. We are reopening, and it doesn't matter how many times the guy who can't get through a single sentence talks about Neanderthal thinking. And uh, Stephen Crowd had a really funny bit where he said, Speaking of Neanderthal thinking, is there anything more Neanderthal than smelling your prey? <laughs> And I thought that was a really funny bit. So kudos to Stephen Crowder on that talking about Biden. Um they're going to take credit for all of this when in fact it's it's really it's coming down to we finally acknowledge that the PCR test is oversensitive, we've adjusted a little bit for that, herd immunity has kicked in with the latest surge, but they're trying to tell you that we've got new super variants of it coming out of California and some of these other states and now now um we might have a fourth surge because of these new variants of the virus. You got Fauci telling you you're going to have to wear your mask and stay isolated until 2022 and probably the fall of 2022 so over a year from now. And that's just not going to happen. I don't think people are going to put up with it. They're just not. Uh, You got Biden letting COVID positive people from, from the southern border go into the United States. It's almost like and i at at the risk of sounding like a blue anon conspiracy theorist here it's almost like they want there to be another outbreak particularly in southern red states it's almost like they want that to happen so they can pull the whole told you so and then go right back into the normal the normal stuff otherwise why are they working so hard to scare you to death about new variants of COVID? Which, by the way, have never panned out to be more dangerous at all. They did this with the UK strain. Now they're justifying um, California having worse numbers than Florida because Florida's been open. California's obviously not. Big. California has their own super strain of COVID that Florida doesn't have. That's why. Yeah, no. They're going to do anything. They're going to spin any way that they can. They're going to take a big pile of spaghetti and they're going to throw it at the wall, and whatever sticks, they're going to run with it. That's what they're going to do. Don't let them. Just do yourself a favor and don't let them. Um, Yeah, have you seen the CDC test? I know I'm running late, Joe. Have you seen the CDC test? The study, I should say, CDC came out and they said, oh, by the way, mask mandates didn't do diddly squat for anybody. And then the conclusion in the CDC study was that masks, mask mandates actually, actually were statistically significant. No, they weren't. And for the record, the part of the study where they show that the masks were not effective, the mask mandates were not effective, even that part of the study is flawed with the official data set. It's I mean, it's just an absolute mess. You can't trust anything at this point. And that's the problem is people now are like, well, what do we trust? Well, you got to go to the hard data. That's the only thing that you can do is go to the hard data. All right, we got more coming up. ninety 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Thought this was an interesting story. Now, this involves my home state of Nevada, but it's a broader national issue. The entire Nevada Democratic Party staff quit this week. Quit. That's it. They're done. After Democratic Socialists took leadership positions in the, party. the entire staff of the Nevada Democratic Party, along with all consultants, have quit after a slate of candidates from the Democratic Socialists of America took over leadership positions. Now, Democratic Socialists of America are aligned with the Democratic Party, but they're not officially Democrats. They're their own entity. They just always support Democrats. Elena Mounts, the party's executive director, sent an email Saturday to Judith Whitmer. I have no idea if they're related. Okay. Who won the race for party chairperson, alerting her that the staff was quitting, according to the report in The Intercept. On March 6th, a coalition of progressive candidates backed by the local chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America took over the leadership of the Nevada Democratic Party, sweeping all five party leadership positions. In a contested election that evening, uh, Whitmer, not Gretchen, was the chairperson of the Clark County Democratic Party before getting elected as state party chairperson. Okay, now Clark County, again, that's where Las Vegas is. Uh, Former chair, former leadership was prepared for the loss, having recently moved 450 grand out of the party's coffers and into the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee's account. (laughs) 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 this is the first time hearing that part uh so the nevada democratic party now the party's their leadership all the time right so i mean this is this is a routine thing this is nothing unusual or anything like that um so (laughs) they they had a feeling that they might lose the people who are in positions of leadership in the nevada democratic party they had a feeling that they might lose to these new socialists. So what they did is they took the 450 grand they had in their bank account and they moved it out so they, that if they did lose, the socialists wouldn't gain access to it, which is hysterical. The DSCC will put the money towards the 2022 reelection bid of Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, a vulnerable first-term Democrat who is, ladies and gentlemen, an awful person i am very familiar with catherine cortez masto uh, she is literally um okay harry reed is a sith lord she's his his pupil that's who she is uh she's a yeah she's awful awful and a whole host of reasons that i can't go into right now but i think that's the whole the whole party quit all of their support staff everybody out they quit basically The Nevada Democratic Party is the socialist party of Nevada now. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. want to thank R&B Car Company. If you're looking for a used vehicle, go to rbcarcompany.com. A sixth woman has come forward. Stories at TheBurningTruth.us. A sixth woman has come forward to allege that Cuomo has sexually harassed her at the governor's executive mansion. Uh, As my moderator, Alex, mentioned yesterday, it's almost like there is a system in place, a machine, if you will, to come forth with sexual harassment allegations when the the left wants you gone. It's, it's almost like there's a system in place for that. Uh, yet another woman has spoken out alleging that she was the victim of sexual harassment from New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. The alleged incidents occurred at the governor's executive mansion. According to the Times Union, the woman had alleged that the governor inappropriately touched her late last year during an encounter at the governor's mansion where she had been summoned to do work women's work I'm sorry that was Cuomo that wasn't me more on that later with Burger King though in response to the report a spokesperson for the governor's office said all allegations that we learn of directly or indirectly are going promptly to the investigators appointed by the attorney general so there you go so this is a developing story so again there are now six accusers for Cuomo Still far less and far less important, although not unimportant, far less important than him killing thousands of people. Just throwing that out there. Okay? Just, you, you got to remember that basic fundamental truth here. Cuomo killed people. Cuomo got people killed. Okay? He didn't intentionally stab them in the neck. He intentionally sent them into danger. But Cuomo got people killed. And they're still trying to make this story the bigger story because they don't want to acknowledge that their hero, Cuomo, whom how many people in the media were running around calling themselves Cuomo sexuals again? I've got like two or three montages that I've had for, you know, over a week that I haven't played on the show yet of the media calling themselves Cuomo sexuals, which seems like a derogatory term Um And then running around and praising Cuomo. Remember, Cuomo was going to save the Democratic Party, who didn't have a candidate. And he was going to beat Trump. He was the only guy that could do it because he was a hero. This is a guy in the middle of a pandemic, writes a book about how amazing he was handling the pandemic. And then, of course, New York got hit again with another surge. And then all of these allegations come out. And so now we actually find out that Cuomo's book is being canceled. This is also something that broke today. Uh, publisher of Governor Cuomo's book on his leadership. His amazing, stellar leadership. He led from the front with both hands, ladies and gentlemen, during the pandemic, said that it had stopped promoting the title because of an inquiry into the withholding of data on the debts of nursing home residents. Okay, hold on a second. Time out. Pause. Pause. Jillian Blake of Crown Publishing Group said in a response to the New York Times that there were no plans to reprint Mr. Cuomo's book or to reissue it in paperback, citing the ongoing investigations into New York State reporting of COVID-related fatalities in nursing homes. Can we just stop for just a second? Hold on. Golf clap. Okay. And the reason that we're doing a golf clap, okay, this is important. The reason we're doing a golf clap is because Crown Publishing Group stopped publishing Cuomo's book for the right reason instead of talking about the sexual harassment allegations, which may or may not be true, okay? Um, I happen to believe most of the women. um, There's several that I I don't know enough about, but there's pictorial evidence of him clearly being inappropriate uh, with people. There's video evidence of him being inappropriate with people. By the way, this this reporter, when Cuomo was like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, I... Yeah, If you haven't seen the video of Cuomo telling the reporter to eat the entire hot dog, you've got to watch the video. Now, (laughs) you can tell when somebody is, um, shall we say, excited, and their tone changes from playful banter, even sarcastic sexual banter, and it turns into no, I'm genuinely turned on and I want to see this because you're now my prey. There's, this is a, for most of you women out there, you have probably seen this switch in men a lot. Men are well aware of it too. So when you watch that video of Cuomo telling the reporter he wants to see her eat the entire hot dog, this isn't people having playful banter. Cuomo's serious and he's being very... Amorous, I guess, would be the word. Um, now, she, here's the thing. This is how tone-deaf some people get. This woman, this female reporter, who is the receiver of the hot dog from Cuomo, who called over his minion with the, eh, uh, hey, come over here, and sent her the hot dog. She's like, no, no, this is just two people, playful banter at a banquet. It's I was not being harassed. Not a, Yeah, but he was trying to diddle you. All of that hot dog conversation was a reference to him diddling you. Whether she picked up on it or she happily received it and is now defending him, I don't know. But if you watch that video, it is crystal clear he is absolutely 100% focused on her as if she were an antelope on the plains and he was trying to diddle her everything involved that she seems clueless <laughs> or as I've said is happily received that from him in uh, and, and she would be okay with that type of behavior and a lot of women are okay with that flirtatious behavior but it's clear that the, that switch you can see the moment you know what I might do this on the live stream at some point guys you can see the moment where it flips over from ah uh, ha, ha to uh <laughs> you can see When it happens, it is so transparent in his face. And I said she either didn't notice or she welcomed it. I, I don't know which one. In either case, she was not harassed. But what it does do is it shows that with that, the picture of the girl who clearly doesn't look happy that he's got his hands cupping her face and pulling her towards him and some of the other allegations that you have out there, it's crystal clear that this is just a pattern of behavior with him. That's, that's all I was doing to reference that. Even if that particular incident with that reporter uh, was not a harassment incident, he's obviously had a pattern of behavior. And if you go back to the 1990s, Cuomo has been accused repeatedly of harassing women in the workplace. In the 1990s, there was lots of, of allegations against uh, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo harassing women at a previous position that he had. So this is a longstanding issue with him that isn't brand new in any way, shape or form. I said, it's not like it's this guy's got a squeaky clean record and all of a sudden he's got six accusers coming out of the woodwork. This is somebody who's extremely powerful in New York. And there is, there's a if you ask me, there's a big difference with a Governor Cuomo situation ...than a, I don't know, a Louis C.K. situation where he's Louis C.K. He's too powerful. We can't say no if we, if we don't want to. Yeah, he's Cuomo. There is, I mean, that guy's a career killer. Uh, there's legitimate fear of your profession in New York if you blow the whistle on it, okay? Um, whether you, probably a bad analogy, but if you don't tell anybody what happened, you know, if you do, if you do tell anybody what happened, it's, it's bad for you. So you got to keep it quiet uh, with the Cuomo's. Of course, the ties with organized crime and everything else. It's, it, I, you know, the brother on CNN who's, again, um, very apt at destroying people's character, that sort of thing. So I can understand why some of these people probably kept this secret. But I also understand that there is a machine that when you want somebody out of the way, we have accusers. It's almost—I don't even think it's a Craigslist thing. Um, I used to be uh, an extra in movies, and so you go to the agency, you sign up as an extra in movies. You know, you get the uh, the phone call, the message. I guess today you probably get a text message or whatever. Hey, we need extras who are in this demographic, wearing this color clothing, to be an extra in this movie. Show up here at this time. You get paid this much money. Um, I, I get the impression that like the Democratic machine has like a bunch of people under contract to be extras, and those extras are just accusers who kind of come out of the woodwork when they want somebody removed. And they desperately want Cuomo gone now, but they do not want you to focus on their adoration of him for all this time. They're covering up of his handling of of the pandemic, and they certainly don't want you to pay attention to the fact that Cuomo is directly responsible for thousands of deaths. But they're okay with you just thinking he's a bit of a pervert. Not a rapist, but a bit of a pervert. They're okay with that. We can remove Cuomo that way. Just don't focus on the fact that he got people killed and that we wanted him to be president. You got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Don't forget the live stream, which, let's be honest, it's been an entertaining one, right, folks? Go to trovo.live slash Casey the host. Hang out with us there, uh, Burger King, and oh, what is this month? Women's Appreciation Month or something? I thought that was October. Anyway, oh, that's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Morrison did the same thing. All right, so Burger King in the UK tweeted about women, and um, in order to honor them for for in, oh, International Women's Day, that's what it was, and <laughs> they they tweeted out. Women belong in the kitchen. And, <laughs> um, I, you know, th- yeah, if you want to get in trouble and you want to um, have to deal with a pretty angry mob on International Women's Day, that is the way to do it, Burger King. They backpedaled, obviously, and they offered some, I think they're doing some donations to something. I don't, th- I don't, I don't know if it was a joke. I don't know if it was some staffer who decided they were going to go a wall. I don't know if they thought they were being cute, but it didn't work out too well for Burger King. More coming up. Ninety-five three MNC.